two days in the year that nothing can be done. One is called yesterday, and the other is called tomorrow. So today is the right day to love, to believe, and to mostly just live. This quote from the Dalai Lama speaks to us today about presence. Welcome to the Modern Creative Woman, exploring the art and science of creativity. I'm your hostess and creativity expert, Dr. Amy Bacos. Let's get started. I am recording this for you on my birthday. And I have always loved my birthday. My mom said every year should be your best year. And it can be if you decide it is. So I have a few traditions that I do every year on my birthday. First, I pick my word of the year. And I've been doing this for almost 20 years. It's so much fun. And it's a word that allows me to reflect and enjoy and feel good all year long while orienting me to what I want most of all and how I want to feel. And I adopt the word a month before the new year so that I can start to warm up to it, practice it without that kind of pressure that we often put on ourselves. Many of us fail with our New Year's resolutions. And it's because we have not prepared adequately. Research shows that successful change happens when we do a lot of preparation. So starting with a little bit of practicing the month before you want to make a big change eliminates the pressure to get it right. It builds in a natural buffer period where you can take two steps forward, one step back. You can relapse without any kind of judgment. On my birthday, I also choose three style words. They might be the same as last year, or they might be completely different. And they're the words that drive how I decorate my home, choose my clothes, what I go for aesthetically on Instagram. So remember that psychology has demonstrated over and over that preparation before a change is critical to your success. In fact, New Year's resolutions that start on January 1st last about 19 days on average, only 19 days, unless you have taken the time to prepare for your change. So I want to encourage you to make your decisions about a month in advance and start practicing them with no pressure. Another way that you can do this is choose your words, your resolution on New Year's and just practice for the first month and put it into effect in February. So if you're considering word of the year, now's your time. If you have yet to join the 21 day gratitude challenge, you can come get it here. And this would be a great end of the year journal or something you could start on the holidays. Gratitude is not seasonal. It's important 
all year round. If you want to work on peace in the world, remember it starts with inner peace. The workbook is free. You don't have to sign up for anything. And you just go download your copy of the 21-Day Gratitude Challenge. And it's full of daily written reflection and art. There's some fun inspirational quotes and a little bit about why we need gratitude. When you download it, you have the option to sign up for the Creative Woman, my digital magazine. Free, it comes out once a month. And I want to encourage you to pass along the Gratitude Challenge workbook to other women that you know, friends, family, students, clients, and really share your gratitude with one another. Other happenings at Modern Creative Women Headquarters. Aurora Devoli and I just hosted an amazing treasure hunt class online. And Aurora's with Girl Boss Paris. We did a super fun workshop and we taught three creative thinking techniques, two style and branding activities, and one powerful question about change that you can use for the rest of your life. And so you can catch the class at moderncreativewoman.com backslash treasure hunt Paris. You can find the link in the show notes. And If you're thinking about going to Paris, this is the ultimate gift to yourself. It's got coaching every month before Paris, including three groups and two individual assessments. And it all wraps up with a week together in Paris. So if you are tired of struggling with creative blocks, you're having trouble getting over some barriers to your authenticity if you're feeling a lot of frustration in relationships, or you just want to get back in touch with yourself or meet her for the very first time, this trip is giving the tools that you need to elevate from the inside out. I want to talk to you today about presence. Not the kind you give and receive, Whether this is the kind that you intentionally cultivate to feel good in your life. I'll review a little bit about how psychology describes presence, how it fits in with creativity, and I'll share five of the reasons that you need to cultivate present moment awareness. Inside the Modern Creative Woman membership, we're reviewing an additional five reasons plus dozens of strategies to help get into the present moment, make contact with it, and stay there. This is all about reclaiming that place where you can make choices and changes in your life. First, let's start with how psychology defines presence. It's being fully conscious of and engaged with our current experience. And presence happens when we're able to relate to and accept our emotions, especially the difficult ones. In acceptance and commitment therapy, we call it making contact with the present moment. Think of it this way. The presence exists always. It's always there for you to tap into and be engaged with. When you're not tapped into it, it means your mind has taken over and you're doing a lot of thinking 
Presence includes getting out of your mind and really getting into your life experiences. Making contact with the present moment also means seeing yourself as the context for your life experiences. You're the person experiencing and aware of your thoughts and your feelings and your bodily sensations. But your internal presence can be whatever you decide it to be at any given point in time. In preparing for this, I read a slightly disturbing observation from psychology research that about half of the day, we are thinking about something other than what we're doing. Half the day, we are not in the present moment. And that could be driving and thinking about your grocery list, being in a meeting and thinking you're annoyed by someone or something. What's our mind doing when we're not present? For the most part, we're contemplating things that happened in the past, wondering about what might happen in the future. Did you ever have an argument with someone in your head? That's loss of contact with the present moment. It involves a lot of thinking about what may never happen at all. And a lot of this is worry. So tapping in and out of future or past thinking isn't concerning all by itself. And of course, planning for the future is really helpful. It's how we set goals, establish plans, prepare. Remembering the past can be really helpful and super fun. So all this is okay, except for when we start spending excessive amounts of time worrying about the future or resentful about things that maybe have happened to us in the past. It becomes difficult when this lack of contact with the present moment starts interfering with how we function in the present. It can even become clinically problematic. People can experience depression, anxiety, dissociative experiences as a result of trauma. And it really matters that we get into the here and now. And it's the one place where we're actually able to do our living and be fully engaged and alive. In our therapy, we talk a lot about the research of flow, where we're fully making contact and immersed in what we're doing. The present moment is honestly the only place that we can make changes that are in line with our values. So I want to share with you 10 reasons that we should all be living in the moment. First is reduced stress and anxiety. That's huge. When we're living in the present moment, it allows us to focus on what's happening right now. And honestly, it will alleviate concerns about the past or the future that have a detrimental impact on our mental health or our stress levels. When we're tapped into the moment, we can deal with the problem at hand. Rather than piling on lots of thoughts and associations, we can just deal with what's in front of us. When we're in the present moment, our problems seem so much smaller than when we're checked out in worry and anxiety. Number two, making contact with the present moment gives us enhanced emotional well-being. And by that, I mean that when we're in the moment, we can better manage our emotions. We can acknowledge and experience our feelings as they arise and as they dissipate. A feeling will last just a couple minutes unless we're clinging to it or trying to push it away. This increased emotional well-being really helps us navigate challenges with Resilience, it's where we can tap into our natural grit and emotional intelligence. If we're really checked out and not making contact with the present moment, 
it's hard to access our natural emotional skills and the tools that we know that can help us. Number three, making contact with the present moment will improve your relationships dramatically. Present moment living can foster such strong connections with other people. If we're fully engaged during a conversation and really listening, this makes our relationship stronger. People will feel valued and understood by you. And in return, you will be open and receptive to all the goodness and love in the relationship as well. And what about relationships you don't like or you don't want to be in? Maybe you have a work relationship or a family relationship that's full of tension. Well, present moment awareness will help you tremendously with that as well. If you're frustrated with someone, you might start pulling up old disagreements and difficulties with them instead of just dealing with what's happening in the moment. Present moment awareness allows you to just deal with what's happening in the moment. You can solve a work problem, make a statement, be expressive, and it's all authentic because it's you making contact with the moment and responding. Number four, you're going to love this one. Being in the present moment will increase your productivity. If you focus on the present task, this will enhance your concentration and your efficiency. This is so exciting. Making contact with the present moment means that you're able to remove the distractions and focus on what's happening. We're much more productive when we're not picking up our phone in between tasks. We're much more productive when we finish a task before we move on to the next one. So instead of hopping around, we stay in the present one. Now, often what happens to me is I'll start to feel like some other task is urgent and I might switch tasks. And when I think about it, both tasks are going to get done. They're both important. There's zero need to hop around. So one way I've learned to stay in the moment and mindful when I'm working on various work tasks is to review my list in advance, prioritize if there's anything that's urgent, delegate anything that I can, and work down the list. This kind of focused on one task at a time leads to improved productivity, especially because distractions related to the past or the future are minimized. We stop worrying about how this project might turn out in the future. We stop thinking about maybe the mistakes or the failures we've had in the past, and we're able to focus our mind and be productive. People who are very successful have learned to manage their mind and its wandering. And the fifth one I want to talk with you about today is that making contact with the present moment can enhance your decision-making skills. I talk with so many women that I coach and inside the Modern Creative Woman membership who struggle with decision-making. They're worried they might make the wrong choice. Perhaps they'll have a regret later. They think there's so many good options, it's impossible to choose. Sometimes when we're trying to be perfect, we freeze. Perfection is impossible. Making the right choice just doesn't exist. We can make the best choice with the information we have in that moment. So if you're struggling with decision-making, 
it means you're probably holding off on taking action towards your values, towards your dreams, and that does not serve you. If you have caught yourself saying, one day when, sometime after this, I'll make this change. And trust me, I've been in that spot where I was slow to make a decision. But all the productivity research suggests that a faster decision helps us move so much faster. So clarity in the present moment really helps facilitate better decision making. It happens because we're able to let go of like lingering past regrets, thoughts of I'm a terrible decision maker. It also helps us let go of future worries. If you're in the moment, you can make your choices based on the current situation and your authentic desires and your personal values. I think that enhanced decision making is probably the most important aspect of productivity and change. You can ask yourself, do I need more information to make a change? If I knew anything different, would I make a different decision? If not, it's time to make your decision. I want to give you one bonus tip that when you are in the present moment, you have increased gratitude. <laughs> you know I'm all about gratitude. When you focus on the present, you get so much more attuned to the positive aspects of your life. Why? Because your brain's not running a negative chatter commentary on what's happening. And if it is, you're not listening to it. It's the, like the volume is down. This kind of heightened awareness, making contact with the present moment, really fosters gratitude. It promotes your positive mindset. And back to your emotional well-being, gratitude is so good for us. It's a really important factor in maintaining our positive mental health. Emily Dickinson says, forever is composed of nows. Forever is composed of nows. I love that. All we have to do is string together this moment and then the next one and the next one. It's never any better over there. It is only here. There's nothing over there or tomorrow or the day after. It really is about making contact with the present moment and enjoying what's happening. I want to leave you with a really powerful mindfulness meditation from Thich Nhat Hanh. And he has created so many wonderful meditations. You should look up the hug meditation. It's amazing. Here's the one I want to leave you with because you can apply this today. It's dishwashing meditation. All you have to do is do your dishes and focus on doing your dishes. Whether it's scrubbing with a sponge or placing the dishes in the dishwasher, you can narrate in your mind if your mind is interested in chatting i'm doing the dishes i'm putting the dishes in the dishwasher i'm wringing out the sponge being fully in the present moment will leave you satisfied in a way that is almost indescribable so the point is less about doing the dishes and the point is more about practicing contact with the present moment we have to practice in moments of solitude or quiet, so that when we go out in the world, we can start to apply present moment awareness. It's a lot easier when you're sitting at home in the quiet or the solitude to practice present moment awareness. However, we build our muscle and increase our skill 
when we're out in the world and things are frustrating, when something doesn't go our way, when we're having a disagreement, that's when we use our present moment mindfulness skills to make contact with the present moment and then respond according to our values and what's most important. Let me know what it's like for you to try the dishwashing meditation. I think it's one of the easiest and yet most profound exercises that you can try for mindfulness because it's a rote task that you can do not thinking about anything and it's probably a time when your mind wanders. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. And remember, we're talking about presence all month long on The Modern Creative Woman. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And now that you know all about making contact with the present moment, what will you create? Do come join me and The Modern Creative Woman on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Dr. Amy Backos. If you like what you're hearing on The Modern Creative Woman podcast, I'd love to see you over on Instagram every Friday at noon Pacific time. We'll have a conversation to continue talking about each month's topic. You can grab your free copy of the 21-Day Gratitude Challenge in the show notes, and you can learn more about the Paris experience and check out Aurora and my creativity class. That link is also in the show notes. And you can find all of this on moderncreativewoman.com. Have a wonderful week, and I cannot wait to talk with you in the next episode.